0: If I sound lazy, just ignore my tone, cause I'm always gonna answer when you call my phone. Like what's up, danger? Like what's
1: up, danger? What's up, spider people? Welcome back to the good play, a podcast normally about NBC's the good place. My name is Brianna, and with me on the line. She's web-slinging in from an alternate universe. It's my sister, Marissa. What's up, danger? What's up, danger? This movie is so good. Oh, my gosh. Best movie of the year. Best
0: movie of the year. So
1: (laughs) we were going to do another Hallmark movie, and then Marissa saw uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, and all caps texted me, holy forking shirt, did you see (laughs) Spider-Verse? Except it was not you know she actually it was not the good place kind of cursing it was real cursing and i was merry like, christmas everybody and i was like i'm seeing it tomorrow and she was like then proceeded to all caps text me for like a full 24 hours <laughs> until i saw it uh and then i saw it and i was like we need to talk about this movie so we're doing it for the podcast into the spider verse into the spider verse okay well, oh. we are so hyped so, so hyped. Before we get into, like, I loved every single frame of this movie. But before we get into it, a little bit of housekeeping up front. I will keep this very short. Find every, us on iTunes. Every frame a painting. Yes. Find us <laughs> 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 <is> on iTunes. <laughs> Google Play and <at> a Rocks. <laughs> Please write and review us on iTunes. You can follow and like us. <laughs> yeah, Facebook based, at the on Good the, Play. based on the merits
0: of this episode, please rate and review us on
1: iTunes. <laughs> um, it's going to be our best episode because we both love this movie from top to bottom. Follow and like us on Facebook. Uh, we have a group called The Good Play, Twitter at The Good Play Pod, and you can email us at thegoodplaypod at gmail.com. All right. Let's, let's get into it.
0: <sighs> okay. <laughs> let's... So obviously, as with always, with all of our movie episodes, this is going to be 100% spoilers, spoilers. top to bottom. Please, 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 do not listen to this until you've seen the movie. Go please. see the movie. What are I you am doing? <laughs> begging you to turn this off. Go to your lo- local multiplex. Plop down your twelve dollars. Go get a seat. Get some popcorn. Get some Coke and get Diet Coke if you want, if you prefer. <laughs> <laughs> You're <got> very detailed.
1: <laughs> If you're in almo draft house like I was
0: they bring it to you. It's great. Sit and take in this masterpiece of cinema. Please. It was Please. Incredible. All incredible. All that to say 100% spoilers.
1: Spoilers. And,
0: T to B spoilers. We're and we're starting now. So.
1: <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it was funny because I was like just jotting down uh, some notes. We're going to like we're gonna we're gonna freestyle. We're gonna, freelance, freelance. we're gonna freestyle. Yeah. But but um, I like wanted to write some stuff down, and I remembered for like the last Jedi, what we did was like things we loved, things we didn't like, things we were like okay on. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll do that. And then I was just things I loved, and that was it. There was <laughs> yes. nothing I didn't like, or there was Can- nothing I was even like meh on. No. Everything was great. Everything was great.
0: Can- um, I just want to do it as as sort of quick as I can, like a rundown of the plot. Yeah. Do we also <laughs> want to do like our Spider-Man bona fides or we don't? Oh, that is our normal thing. Yeah. 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 I saw the first three Spider-Man movies, the original yeah, ones the Sony in ones, theaters, yeah. you know, obviously one and two are considered to be pretty good. And three is considered to be a train wreck, which is mm-hmm. made fun of in this movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. I have not seen any of the newer ones with uh, what's his face or Holland. the other guy. Tom Holland. There was another or, guy in the middle. Oh,
1: you're right, Andrew Garfield.
0: Yes, yeah, I didn't yeah. see any of those. Yeah, um yeah. and I watched the Spider Man, the '80s animated show, a lot when I was a kid. So to did the point I. Where like my grandmother still kind of gets on my case about how often I would jump off the couch and yell about being Spider Man. Yes, I remember. Uh, that <laughs> uh yeah,
1: but we, that's kind of it. We watched a cartoon growing up, and. I like you saw the the Tobey Maguire Spider Man movies in the theater, and like Spider Man, and I also haven't seen the Tom Holland standalone or the Andrew Garfield ones, mostly because like it it was a rights issue. Like in order to hold on to the rights, Sony had to make a certain amount of movies in a certain period of time, and so they would just churn out. These movies, and no disrespect to Tom Holland or Andrew Garfield, because I quite like Tom Holland Spider-Man in, in The Avengers, but the reason that I didn't see them is because I was like, there are more characters, More, there's a different Spider-Man now, like, there are more characters for you to make a movie about, like, why do we have to keep retreading Peter Parker every single time? Like, we've been there, we've done that. Like, the the comic book universe has moved on. I, I really wanted the... You know what hasn't moved on is the newspaper comic. <laughs> <laughs> that's really moved on let's like i i wanted i was like why can't we get a miles morales movie why can't we do something with spider gwen and then this movie like a gift from <laughs> the marvel comics universe was
0: just in they which were like, god is a character so maybe a gift from the the in-universe god of marvel
1: Comics. they were just like here you go it's everyone that you wanted them to do a movie about. It's not just like, you know, I really like the live action. Like, I like the Avengers. We, we've done that. We've done the latest Avengers on this podcast. I really like a lot of the Marvel live action movies. This is something so imaginative and different and interesting and pushing fun. Pushing the bounds of animation in a way that nobody has done in... I can't even remember how long. It is so not safe. It's not by the you know it's not paint by numbers it's just every i mean it's gorgeous but also like to have all of these characters together and to put miles at the center of it and to have peter parker be like the mentor but also like kind of a schlub like it was everything (laughs) about it and it was so relentlessly funny yeah very funny very 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 funny. Well, I
0: mean, I was just like obnoxiously laughing. Me too. I did that just, too. Like, I sitting did that a lot. Forward in my seat, just
1: like uh, could not believe my eyes at this whole movie. So Alamo Draft Test has this thing at the beginning where they say like, you know, you can't talk, you can't text, and whatever. And they say like, if you've got a problem with a loud table, like tell someone or whatever. And I was the loud table. <laughs> like, I was the disruptive person. Because there were a couple times where we'd be like, oh, my God, this is that, you know, that's that character. It's, oh, my God, it's this person. And Kate, I, I saw it with Kate, shouts to Kate, was like, will you ch- shut <laughs> <jump, jump, jump." laughs> shout,
0: I tried to clap when the credits came up and, like, nobody would clap with me. And I was just like, I was like Citizen Kane clapping. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had clappers
1: in my in, in my my No, well, you actually. were in... Brooklyn, Brooklyn! Oh my God, we have in, to talk about all the suburban Maryland. We had the New York stuff was. I mean, where do you want to begin? Hold on, no, we should do I the plot. We plot. should do the plot. Plot, yes. <sighs> the main character
0: is Miles Morales. He's a adorable, um, half African American, half Puerto Rican middle schooler in Brooklyn who is going to some sort of prestigious um, academy where they sleep there Monday through Friday and then they go home on the weekends. He does not like it there. He wants to be at home. He kind of tries to fail out of school, but he's kind of too brilliant to fail out of school. <laughs> he kind of gets in his own way. Yeah. He has a somewhat fraught relationship with his father, who's a police officer. His father is the African American one. His mother is the is the Puerto Rican one. His dad is a is a police officer, and Miles, you know, has a little bit of tr- you know, sort of authoritarian, has a little bit of trouble with that. So Miles has a really close relationship with his uncle Aaron. yeah i did not how okay all right explain to me how i could be sitting here watching a spider-man movie and not realize what they were doing with the uncle character i was like oh just super good friends with his uncle and it never occurred to me like yeah
1: that's that's how the story always starts i (laughs) and it never ends well i i when Miles tries to call him, and his outgoing message is like, I'm away for a few days. I was like, something's wrong here. Something's wrong here. You're smarter than I am. Well. Anyway, so. It's also that character's wearing a mask. I was like, ooh, that's, you know, that's probably someone we know. (laughs) I did none of this occurred to me, so. (laughs) Anyway, we're getting...
0: Yes, Uncle Aaron, who is his dad's... Miles' dad's brother. Yes. Uncle Aaron takes Miles to... So Miles is, like, super into art and, like, tagging. And he tries to, like, tag things with stickers. But his dad, like, makes them clean him off. Makes him clean it (laughs) off because he's a police officer. So, Oh, and there's such a great little thing about that at the end. We'll get there. So, (laughs) So... uncle aaron who is a little bit more we are to understand he is not so into being law-abiding <laughs> he, <laughs> yeah he takes miles into like a disused subway tunnel so that miles can like do his tag which i think says no expectations great expectations It's okay. the book he was doing the report about right i thought at some point it says no expectations oh but... maybe it does Yeah. Yeah. So he's doing his tag, like, all big. It's beautiful, right? And it's, like, all these, like, you know, neon spray paint colors up on the wall of this disused subway tunnel. And the whole time he's being stalked by this radioactive spider.
1: Because it's a, it's a, the subway tunnel is also, like, an underground entrance to, like, a, a disused, like, a, not a chemical plant, but, like, kind of, like, oscorp Mm. but it had a different name well no we saw the spider was glitching while it was stalking him so the spider was from another dimension but there was a because he said i used to do construction down here because it was the it's the corporation well yes yeah it's
0: kingpin it's kingpin's corporation in this world which means that it's also the location of kingpin's corporation in the other world and so the spider made it through from the other world, I think is oh, supposed okay. to, I think it's supposed to be the implication. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Miles gets bitten. Yeah. He turns into Spider-Boy, <laughs> Spider-Man. Adorable. I guess. Yeah. He has the normal sort of like what's going on? Why why am I sticky?
1: <laughs> he's <laughs> <which> such <laughs> cute. He's adorable. It is just puberty. It's not <laughs> puberty. I am a man already. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he he kind of has this Very brief, mild flirtation with this young girl. Well, she's a girl his age. Actually, it turns out she's 15 months older than him, who, you know, is like a new girl at his school, allegedly. And he kind of accidentally gets his new sticky hand on her hair, and they have to, like, (laughs) give her, like, half of a buzz cut, which (laughs) looks uh, great on her, Yeah, but she doesn't seem to be amused by it. And so he's, like, freaking out, freaking out, and... Eventually, uh, but oh, and so then we kind of see, like, in another dimension that Kingpin has opened up a portal. I'm this is so it's hard, so hard to remember the exact sequence of events here because it was, it's so much. This movie is so much, but we see that Kingpin has opened a portal to another dimension, and there is. So in Miles's world, there is a Peter Parker Spider-Man. Yes. He is not known to the world to be Peter Parker, but that's who it is. Yes, it and is. Yes, he
1: is, isn't
0: he? No, it? no, no, no. Remember, because when you look at the comic books, he he's talking to himself. He calls himself Billy. So there is a Spider-Man in Miles's universe, but his identity is unknown. And when they announce, you know, I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but when they announce his death, they also announce, oh, his secret identity was Peter oh, Parker. Oh, oh,
1: okay. Okay.
0: So there's this big explosion at the kingpin thing because okay somehow oh, oh oh miles goes back miles is like why am i this is so weird like and then he's like oh, oh this he is goes just back to find the he Spider he goes back to find the spider because he realizes that his he's completely reiterating the spider-man
1: origin story because he, he reads spider-man comics in his room and he's right. like oh and it's like literally the same words it's like yes. why am i sticking to everything like <laughs> yes. oh my god let go let go yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, he realizes, he was like, oh, I'm just, he's like doing it to reassure himself that he's not actually Spider-Man. He's like, let me go back and find the spider. It'll be fine. Because he killed the spider after it bit him. And he goes back and he's like, it's boring how ordinary this spider is. And then the spider glitches and he's like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so he ends up
0: accidentally going into the the middle you know, of this the,
1: huge fight the, between Kingpin the, and Spider-Man. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah. And unfortunately in the course of this fight so spider-man is trying to get this like dongle into the doomsday device basically the the dimension warping device to shut it down <clears throat> he fails he falls he's obviously very very injured miles comes over and spider-man instantly is like oh you're like me like they have a little so they I do love that yes! sense. <laughs> the I spidey loved sense i loved it manifests around all of the spider-men as little like blue wiggly lines around their head yeah i loved it so spider-man instantly realizes peter parker instantly realizes miles is also a spider-man and so he knows that miles is the only person he can kind of entrust this with he gives miles the dongle he says you have to destroy that machine otherwise kingpin's going to destroy the world and then kingpin comes back and kills spider-man
1: which i was like yeah that's very dark oh no yes very also, dark. Also, it's your
0: boy, Chris Pine. Yeah, it's my husband, Chris Pine. It is. Um, I have many husbands. Cheaty is only one of them. <laughs> That's okay. One of my husbands is in this movie, too. So, worked out. <laughs> so, uh, Miles sees Kingpin murder Spider-Man. And and he is unable to destroy the sort of doomsday device. And He's he, not strong he t- enough yet. Yeah. Yeah. So, he takes the dongle and he kind of runs away. And he's and chased
1: he- by... Uh, Prowler. So he's 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 chased by Prowler out of the... It's this sort of like purple suited... He seems to be like a
0: super suit, like a mech suit. Yeah. Uh, a very lethal mech suit with terrible claws. Yeah. So he's chased, and but he gets away. Yeah. And he goes to Spider-Man. So Sp- the world finds out Spider-Man is dead, and there's this whole like national mourning, especially in New York. You know, everyone is like yeah. super upset. There's this whole like public... Oh, Stan Lee gets his cameo here because his last cameo. But, like, what a great
1: cameo to go out on. I was, I literally made that noise in the theater. Stan Lee is like on screen, and I was like, <laughs> Kate's like Will you stop? And I'm like, Because nah. his thing is basically like, you know, Miles buys a Spider Man costume, and he says, Will it fit? And Stan Lee says, It always fits eventually. And you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> So then he goes to Spider-Man's funeral, which is at a real church in New York, by the way, in Lower yeah, Manhattan. Yeah,
0: yeah, I recognized it. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting because
1: the one of the other Peter Parkers is obviously Jewish. Yes, <laughs> Kate leaned over. So, like when they do like Peter, Jake Johnson, Peter Parker, like his whole thing. One of the things is like he, I got married, and he's uh, smashing the class and Kate leans over and he goes, "He's Jewish." And I was like, oh <laughs> "Sure is." God. Yeah. So okay, but we're in Miles's universe right yeah. now. Yeah.
0: So they're doing like the eulogy for Spider-Man and then you know Peter and Mary Jane gets up and is like, Ugh. you know, my hu- my husband just wanted to help people or whatever. It's it's terribly sad.
1: It's basically he she says like my uh Peter always said like anybody could could have been Spider-Man and like yes. you're all Spider-Man, we're all counting on you. And they're like all wearing like gear, Spider-Man gear in and, the audience. And Miles with his Spider-Man mask. Yes! Oh my god. Like, oh my God, they're counting on me. And the guy next to him is like, I don't think he, she's literally talking about you. <laughs> it was more of a
0: metaphor. Yes. <laughs> Every minute of this movie is hilarious.
1: Hilarious.
0: hilarious. After the crowds disperse, Miles goes to, to Peter Parker's grave and he's talking to the grave and he's like, I'm so sorry, like I couldn't do it and I don't know what to do.
1: Oh, he broke the dongle while he, he broke. Was oh, he's being like Spider-Man. yeah, he's like trying to
0: practice like just kind of like go, like um, jumping around basically. He doesn't yeah. have. Um, this movie is on the on the side, so there's always a divide between like the organic web stuff versus the m- manufactured. And this movie is totally 100 percent manufactured, so he doesn't have webs that come out of him. So he doesn't yeah. have webbing at all yet so all he has is his like
1: stickiness you know what made me super laugh really hard was when he goes to the top of the building like the really really tall skyscraper <laughs> yeah and he looks down and then you see him go down the stairs again <laughs> yeah. and then he finds like a six story building yes. and he goes up the <laughs> stairs and that's what he jumped out of that made me laugh so hard but he but so basically he breaks the the dongle and so he goes to the grave yes. And to apologize,
0: basically. But while he's apologizing to the grave, he finds another Peter Parker, Peter B. Parker who accidentally got into this dimension when Kingpin turned on the dimension warping device, but he's like 38. And so I the, de- the dead, the dead Peter Parker is 26. Yeah. This Peter Parker is 38. He has gone to seed somewhat. He's, <laughs> he's like chubby. graying around the temples. <laughs> he's a little chubs. Um, he wears we get a- full on sweatpants over <laughs> yeah. his Spider-Man uniform. <laughs> does. Um, we get a little, it's actually really sad. We get a little yeah. bit of backstory from him about how, his life basically was going the same way that this Peter Parker is this very like this golden boy Peter Parker's
1: was going, but he and m j split up over whether to have kids, yeah, he was scared of having kids, and he just sort of took like one hit too many, and they they broke up, and you then you see him like sort of spiral out. He has a sense of humor about it, the character does, but yeah, it's, it's pretty bleak actually, it is. And you get a lot of sense over the course of the movie
0: that he has slight suicidal tendencies. Like, he's not going to mind so much if he dies in action. Like, he thinks that might actually be the easiest way out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So Miles runs into him and is like, ah, what? You're, what? you like, you're dead, basically. Like, yeah. Like, like no, what are you no. doing here? Yeah. And then there is like a hilarious because the police are there, and there's a hilarious chase, because um, Peter B. Parker, who I guess we just have to call, what are we going to call him? I'm not going to call him Peter B. Parker the whole time. PBP.
1: Uh. <laughs> we can call him, can we call him Chubby uh, Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like that. We could call but we can call him Peter, because the original, so... We, we can do, like, alternate Peter or something like that. Let's just call him Peter from
0: here on out and okay. just assume that if we're talking about the golden boy Peter, we will specify. Yeah. So Peter, like, is not in a good way and, like, gets, like, knocked out. <laughs> oh, 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 Miles shocks him. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So Miles, Miles has not control his powers yet. At all. And he has a different set of powers than the other spiders people. So <laughs> spider people. <laughs> he, he has electric touch And he can can turn turn invisible. invisible. We haven't seen it yet, but he can turn invisible. So he accidentally knocks out Peter. (laughs) And then there's, like, this hilarious thing where, like, he's trying to use, as Peter is, like, (laughs) basically in a coma, he's trying to use Peter's web-slingers, which are, again, not organic. So he's just, like, sort of pressing on this guy's wrist, and they get, like, they're, like, being flung around between cars and stuff because the police are chasing them because, as Brianna already pointed out, they have, like, an APB out, like, there's a kid in a Spider-Man costume dragging
1: around a (laughs) homeless Because, <laughs> of Which, like, when we get to the stuff about <laughs> the, the section about stuff we loved, every single thing about New York City I loved so much, but, like, just hearing like, there's a kid in a Spider-Man costume dragging a homeless corpse. <laughs> like that could happen here today. <laughs> like anyway, anyway, oh.
0: Oh, I love it. So basically, Miles explains to Peter what's going on. Peter is super not into helping,
1: but then eventually does. Kind of gets guilted into it. So golden boy Peter Parker, the the in in Miles' universe, Peter Parker who, who was killed before he was killed said if you stick around miles i will train you up mm-hmm. because he's still like the idealistic one who's like you know i always get back up basically so like i'll train you up but then he's killed and so when miles is talking to sweatpants peter parker <laughs> <laughs> he's like <laughs> he's like you you know you promised to train me and he's like no i didn't what are you talking about? Or but the does other eventually... one? The other one tried, yeah. wanted to train me. So can we, you
0: do it? We have to. We have to accelerate this somewhat. So
1: I don't think so. I think we can spend. <laughs> I think this is going to be three hours long. <laughs> so sweatpants, Peter.
0: <laughs> like, okay, he gets what the stakes are. He's like, yeah, the stakes are always high. It's how this goes. We're like, okay, fine. Like, let's let's go. Yeah, he to... starts out really blasé. Let's go to, the, what is, it, it? it's outside New York. Where are they Hudson, going? The Hudson Valley. Yeah, let's go to the Hudson Valley and, like, let's remake the dongle. He calls it a goober. Yeah. Remake the goober and, you know, like, save the roll again. Fine, 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 fine. So they go on a bus. On a bus.
1: He's like, <laughs> Miles is like, we can sling there. And he's like, are you crazy? Like, I just had a hamburger for breakfast. <laughs> I'm not slinging there. So they take, like, a Greyhound bus or two hamburgers, I think. <laughs> he does. It's like a Trailways bus. <laughs>
0: Get there. They get to I don't X. Why well, forget the name of the corporation? It doesn't matter. The evil corporation of Kingpin. They get to the headquarters, and Peter sweatpants. Peter is like, okay, we're just gonna like go in and find the head scientist. And in Peter's imagination, the head scientist is a man. And <laughs> Miles is like, oh, we saw like a video about her. And Peter's
1: like, oh, I gotta re-examine my preconceived oh ideas. <laughs> that was so, so great. Cool. So funny. Like yeah, a, Miles is a, like, oh, the doctor, that's the woman. Like, because the, yeah. the movie itself, the way that, like, everything is displayed on screen, they do this really amazing, I've never seen this before in anything. They, they It's like watching a comic book. So, in parts. So, like, they have these panels that come up and kind of, like, tell... The story like when when sweatpants peter is like okay here's what we're gonna do we're gonna do this first and then we're gonna do this and you see these panels and in one of the panels there's a guy at a computer and then in the background there's a woman and so you you know he's assuming that the guy in it is the is the uh mad scientist basically the doctor and in reality it's the woman and he's like then he's like oh i gotta (laughs) i gotta re-examine my preconceived ideas
0: it's amazing yeah so they go in turns out miles can turn invisible They go in, Miles steals the computer, but Peter is, (laughs) Peter is seen by this woman scientist who uh, at first just seems kind of like, okay, she's just like a nutty scientist type. Then she seems like kind of sinister because she tells Peter that, because she can tell Peter's from another dimension and she says she's looking forward to watching like his molecular structure disintegrate, which you're like-
1: That's a little um, more sinister than I was expecting out of this character. So Kingpin has hired her to basically create his interdimensional portal situation. Do we know yet why? uh, It doesn't matter. I'll just say now. Yeah.
0: His wife and son, whom he loved dearly, saw him roughing up Spider-Man one time. And they got freaked out. They didn't realize he was a super... Well, he's not a super villain. He's a regular villain. Didn't realize he was a villain. So they drove off in a car. And while they were making their wild dash away from him, they were hit. And both of them were killed. Yeah. And he blames Spider-Man because he's a psychopath.
1: Yeah. Instead of like examining his own actions. Yeah. You know, he blames Spider-Man. So he's hired this woman who we don't, you know, we're going to find out. Yeah. Yeah to build the interdimensional portal situation and she's trying to tell him like it's way too unstable and sweatpants peter is like okay now like he's like this is pretty uh pretty standard, standard super stuff yeah. Yeah. now he's gonna tell her you have 24 hours and then kingpin's like you have 24 hours
0: <laughs> and peter's like told you yeah but so she kind of gets peter in a you know she kind of nails him down and is like and realizes he's from another dimension and whatever. But Miles, she doesn't realize Miles is in the picture because right? he's invisible. He steals the computer. They get away.
1: They do some web slinging. Turns A- out she's um, Doctor, the second iteration of Dr. Octopus. Right. We're, I'm getting there. So. Okay, but he, she, that's what she says in the, in, in the room
0: is it yes okay that's when i thought it was when she was outside okay so she then she grows the big you know um robot arms out of her back and we realize oh this is doc ock yeah oops so doc ock who's a woman women can do anything now (laughs) uh, starts chasing them out and it turns out that uh one the the girl from Miles's class is somehow also at this facility, and also it's Spider Gwen, Woo! Spider
1: Gwen, Spider Gwen. So at school, when Miles is like, "Hey," like trying to flirt with her, and was like, "Hey, what's your name?" She tries. She starts saying Gwen, and then she realizes it's probably not a good idea. Yeah. So she's like, "Gwanda," and he's like, "Your name is Gwanda?" And she's like, "It's African," and then she realizes she's talking to a black kid, and she's <laughs> yes. like, "I'm South African." And it was like this whole. Ridiculous exchange. If you narrate every minute of this movie, we are going to be here for the rest of the night. Hey, guess what? I don't care. Every (laughs) line was amazing. Um, but but all that is to say, so when she shows up in the forest to help them out, like, she's like, hey guys, and she's got this like really cool reveal. She's got this, she's a babe with a side shave. And then she's like, hey guys, and he goes, Gwanda?
0: Oh, she's got a really cool, like, white costume with, like, yeah. like, shiny eyes. It looks really awesome. It's amazing. So she also, like, escapes with them. I don't know. really know why she
1: was at that place in the first place, but who cares? I mean, she, what we find out was she was also from an alternate dimension. But she
0: got plopped into last
1: week yeah. when, when so, the dimensional, like, rift happened. So she was, she was, like, my spidey sense told me to go to the school. And so I think really what it is, she's been following Miles around. Do you think she followed them on the bus? I think so. Oh, okay. Okay. Or maybe she got there a little early because she was, like, in a lab coat. She was. Who knows? Who cares? Yeah.
0: So now they've got Doc Ock's computer.
1: And now (laughs) they're... (laughs) Organize your desktop, lady. Yes! (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to just say every line. I (laughs) am.
0: That's my job. (laughs) Uh, So, okay. They're like, how are we going to make a dongle? So they go to Aunt May's house. Hmm because they're like we don't really know where else to go and they said like hey like so peter sweatpants peter rings a doorbell (laughs) and she's like oh oh peter are you from like another
1: dimension (laughs) and you're older and he's like yes because in his dimension aunt may is dead yeah that was yeah that was the other thing that happened she and he and mj got a divorce and he he buried aunt may
0: yeah so you know it's very weird for them to see each other because they're both dead to each other yeah but she takes them in and she shows them a cool spider shed
1: in her backyard, which is very high tech. Yes. She, like, it's, just like, it's like this, like, old house in Queens. And yes. she's got, like, she has plastic on her couches, which comes into play <laughs> later. But, like, this, like, old lady's house in Queens. And it's got, like, this amazing shed out back. It's a, yeah. amazing. Yeah.
0: So... They go down and it's like all these suits in behind glass cases or whatever. And that's when we find out that they are not the only spider people.
1: Yeah, she says, do
0: you think you're the only ones who thought to come here? Which I thought was so cute. So we are introduced to three additional spiders persons. <laughs> the Nicolas Cage Spider-Man Noir. Oh my from God. the God. 19- Amazing. <laughs> I know, from the 1930s who... <laughs> <laughs> he's like why is there a, the, you know sweatpants beater's like why is there a wind we're in a basement and nick cage <laughs> nick cage
1: is like the what does he say he's like the, wind, says, follows the wind follows me, follows me yes. it's like wherever there's injustice or yes. something <laughs> yeah. he's like there's i like him. drinking egg creams and i like beating up nazis <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> so there's him there is
0: spider ham who is a cartoon of john Mullaney. Who is a Porky Pig like character, but he's in full Spider-Man regalia and he has cartoon physics that go with him. He can,
1: you know, just manifest,
0: he can manifest objects and do like cartoon punches and stuff like that. His name is Peter Porker. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And then there's Penny Parker. Who is a girl from the 22nd century, I think, or is it like the 32nd it's the century? 30,
1: it's like 30 or something?
0: Yeah, New York 30 as if whatever. <laughs> New York 3041 and she has she was bitten by the radioactive spider and now she has a psychic link with it and it pilots a mech suit.
1: So that's <laughs> and she's like a tech genius yes. and like an anime character. She is an Yeah, she is an anime character. Yeah. So now there are six Spiders Mans. And, <laughs> and also a bunch of different kinds of animation together. Right. So which is, again... Gwen
0: and Miles and Sweatpants Peter are all pretty much normal comic book. Y- yeah. But Nick Cage is in this sort of like, you know, if you ever read Calvin and Hobbes when he had his sort of private eye.
1: Oh, my God. You're right. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then penny parker is in like anime and um yeah like i said spider ham is like porky pig right so then they all realize okay what we have you know we all have to get back to our because they're all like glitching all the time because they're in-, in the wrong dimension yeah so they're like we have to get back to our own dimension so we have to go back to the portal you know the dimensional rift and we have to you know when one of us is going to have to stay behind and basically die they and all Sweatpan- volunteer to do it right but sweatpants peter is like no i'm going to do it which is when you're like ooh, he's not totally right with everything he's yeah. not right with his life and they all are, like, they all kind of decide that Miles is not sufficiently uh, advanced to, to kind of task. go with him. Sort of in the middle of this, it turns out Miles was, wait, I'm lo- losing the thread slightly. No pun doesn't, doesn't he, like, go away? Oh, so he does, yeah, he goes he away because he's kind of, like, upset with them. He goes to see his uncle
1: Aaron, Yeah, right? Aaron is not home. Right. And Miles tries to call him. He's like, hey, I'm away for a few days. That's when I was like, something's up. Miles starts writing him a letter that's like, I'm really scared. I wish I could talk to you. Like, I don't know what to do. He feels like he can't go home. There are lots of... He feels like he can't go home because his father has expressed
0: displeasure with Spider-Man as a vigilante. vigilante, Because he's, of course, a police officer.
1: So miles is, is in aaron's apartment, uncle aaron's apartment like writing this letter to him and then uh prowler opens the window and miles turns invisible and it's just like i was like please please let this just be an unrelated thing <laughs> <laughs> you're
0: like it just turning out. out hope. <laughs> yes i was i was like please don't no please movie please don't do the thing that you narratively have to do
1: <laughs> and so we find out that Aaron, Uncle Aaron is the prowler and he's working for Kingpin and Miles is like so freaked out by this and escapes and Prowler doesn't know that it's uh or I'm sorry, Aaron Uncle Aaron doesn't know that it's Miles but knows that it's a Spider-Man and so chases after him again and it's he, this, and 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 Miles accidentally leads him to Aunt May's house. That's right. Yeah. And there's
0: a huge fight in her living room. Yeah. But the spiders' people are able to mostly take care of them, but then Prowler gets after Miles, and they are—it's so heart wrenching. And and you know because Miles is in his sort of his sort of like store, yeah, his makeshift store bought Spider Man costume, and 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 Prowler finally has him like by the neck over the edge of a of a roof, yeah, of and and Miles is about about May's house, uh is it okay yeah Yeah. so as miles is kind of like being choked to death he pulls off the hood and aaron sees that it's miles and you just see this moment there's a moment i think of him being like i have to do this anyway and then there's a moment of him being like no i can't and that's yeah yeah and yeah. that's when kingpin who is standing right there and has the unique someone I was watching it with said he has the unique power in the marvel universe that he can shoot a gun and hit somebody yeah. <laughs> he shoots aaron and and uh fatally wounds him um and so miles who does have a bit of super strength i would say at this point yeah you know carries aaron down into an alleyway and is like uncle aaron no 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 like don't please don't please don't, please don't oh leave my God, me this- Ugh. I know it's 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 like oh it destroyed me and Uncle Aaron's like you know you're the best of us and you know you gotta just keep going just keep going and then he dies and then Miles's father pulls up in a police cruiser and he sees him sort of because over... they're
1: responding to the disturbance at Aunt May's house
0: yeah I think the APB is like there's like six spider people and a bunch <laughs> of <laughs> villains fighting so. Miles's dad sees a Spider-Man sort of over Aaron's body and thinks that Spider-Man... It's very Green Goblin and Harry, I guess. Yeah, thinks is. that Spider-Man killed him, although I, I'm just going to say, like, logic does not f- really follow that, right? Because in, in, in five minutes, a coroner's going to come and be like, oh, he was shot, and, like, everybody knows Spider-Man doesn't use bullets.
1: Well, that's... So, towards the end...
0: You know. But I think that his change of heart had to do with seeing Spider-Man fight Kingpin, not with... Yeah, that's... Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, Uncle Aaron is dead. This begins a period of Miles' dad trying to get in touch with Miles, but Miles kind of avoiding him Ugh, for various is, reasons. This is just so... The family stuff in this movie... There's not a lot with his mom. No. It's more with his dad, but it and is... His, and his uncle, yeah. And his uncle, yeah. And it's it's, it's really beautiful, but... The other spiders mans say that <laughs> it changes every time. I know say that miles like can't go with them to do this, like rift destruction. Well, thing. they come.
1: This was actually really like a really poignant and important scene. They, to me anyway, they, they come, he's at his, to me.
0: I'm a film critic. You're just, no,
1: no. I just meant like, I, I know that you want to get through this quicker, but I feel like it's important for us to pause at this for a sec because they all come to his room to comfort him because they understand, right? And he says, right? And they're like, we might be the only ones who do understand. Yeah, because he he says, you don't understand. Like this was my uncle, and I. What does Nick him. Cage say? It was his uncle Benjamin.
0: N- no, 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 no. But Nick Cage, he says something like, he says like, my uncle Aaron is the prowler. He's trying to kill me. And Nick Cage says something like, oh, that's a really dark origin story. Yes,
1: <laughs> at the house. That's right. Yes. Uh, I love that sweatpants <laughs> so Peter's like can we focus up <laughs> um, no my god you're you're correct I was hysterical but you know when they come to the they all come in um, so that they can comfort him and he's like you guys don't understand and yeah they, they're all are like you know Of course, we're the only ones who can understand, like, and they all go around and say, with the exception, I think, of Spider-Ham, they all go around and say, like, it was my Uncle Ben. Like, Gwen, in her universe, couldn't save Peter. They were best friends. So Peter Parker died. She couldn't save him. You know, Spider-Noir, Spider-Man Noir, like, it was his Uncle Benjamin. Like, I think for Penny, it was her dad? Yeah, that's right. So, like, they all have people... Who they couldn't save even though they were or because of the fact that they were spider-man or even in spite of the fact that they were spider-man so like and it throughout the movie there's this through line of like you're not alone yes and every time they meet a new spider person
0: their spider senses all sort of jingle in unison and they all go you're like me
1: oh my god it just like warmed my nerd heart Yes. Yeah, you're like me. I'm not the only one. Like that really got me. Um and so they basically they come here to comfort him, but they also um every they all say goodbye to him. And that that's when Peter basically says like you got to sit this one out. Yeah, you're not ready. Yeah. So he's he webs him to a chair basically in the And that's in... when
0: his dad comes to talk to him. About... Yeah, and he can't answer the door cuz he literally can't answer the door. And he's got web over his mouth, so he can't even talk. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's really hard and there's also a through line in the movie of his dad always saying i love you and trying to get miles to say i love you back sort of in borderline like manipulative ways yeah which becomes important at the end yeah but basically what then happens is in my opinion the greatest spider-man learns his power sequence yes! in any medium ever yeah because miles basically is like I I have to like I I now is the moment cuz you know he he asks Sweatpants Peter like how will I know when I'm ready? And Sweatpants Peter says you don't, it's a leap of faith. Yeah. And so this is when Miles suddenly is like, "Okay, I have to just be Spider-Man. Like I don't have a choice. I have to be Spider-Man." So then he like because his
1: dad has basically like come to the door realize so he has like a bad relationship with his brother he's lost his brother he he's like people drift apart i don't want that to happen to us like i know i'm hard on you but i it's because i see I the see potential you, in you he says i importantly i think he says i see
0: this spark in you
1: yeah and he says whatever you choose to do you're going to be great at it and like i love you you don't have to say it back it's just this like oh it's so beautiful and then so this He's got his dad's words, like, literally ringing in his ears as he becomes Spider-Man. Basically. Right. He decides
0: to, like, you know, regulators mount up.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and he, like, does his own little sort of Spidey training sequence where he's, like, you know, practicing his craft. <laughs> he goes back this... to Aunt May to get a suit. And she's like, what took you so long? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he takes a black suit and he spray paints the spider logo on the front, it's which great. is so great. <gasps> And then he goes to catch up the other spider (laughs) purple. Spider peeps. Spider peeps. (laughs) Who are infiltrating Kingpin's lair by pretending to be waiters and there's this whole thing where sweatpants Peter runs into bereaved Mary Jane and makes her feel super uncomfortable. Rough. Please do not do that. Um, and she, and he's in his mask, so she doesn't realize it's just another version of her husband. And she's just like, yeah. And 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 who is it who's telling her, him to stop? Gwen. Bo- oh, it's Gwen. Gwen's course, like, stop. the woman is like, yeah, stop, stop making this bothering woman uncomfortable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then they get to the dimensional rift portal, whatever room. And I don't know, everything became chaos from here. I don't think I have like a good way to describe it. No, but you're whatever.
1: right. Everything is complete chaos. Basically, the whole thing is like, Or the conceit is that if he's successful at, like, fully opening this time portal, then, like... It's not a time portal. Or Rift or whatever. Dimensional Rift, Dimensional Rift. It's going to... How dare you? (laughs) Science is very well explained. It's going to, like, destroy everything, and everything you've ever known is going to disappear. But it's also the only way that all of the (laughs) spider peeps can get back to their own universes. So their conceit is... We're going to keep it open long enough for all of you to make it back. And Sweatpants Peter is like, I'm going to stay behind and close it, even though that means that I will essentially, I'm like signing my own death sentence. Which I, again, I think he's slightly suicidal. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Miles intercepts them during during this and sort of and and he manages
0: to steal the goober from sweatpants peter which is sort of the sign that he has like fully come into his spider powers the student has become the master yes yeah which isn't that hard when your mentor is sweatpants peter
1: (laughs) (laughs) you mean i'm sorry you mean my husband jake johnson yes (laughs) yes
0: so there it's total chaos but basically the rift is open they go back to their own there's a big fight penny loses her droid which is kind of sad but i didn't know it well enough for it to be super sad yeah she she has a spider though she just loses the mech suit yeah so they're saying goodbye to each other it's like the end of oceans 11 <laughs> so the so noir peter's sorry no noir spider-man says he's going to keep this rubik's cube oh that my he, God. That he took because he says i don't understand it but i will
1: <laughs> he because he's in, he black in black and
0: white so he doesn't understand he's always he's like is that green and like no that's that's blue buddy so, <laughs> he keeps he keeps the rubik's cube then he like falls into the rift goes back to his own place you yeah. know Pe- penny you know says goodbye goes back to his own place um spider ham gives uh, gives him a giant mallet and says this will fit in your pocket.
1: <laughs> so good. <laughs> Mulaney is so good.
0: Falls uh, into the rift. He's gone. Gwen and he have, I, you know, obviously it's like way too long a goodbye sequence, but this is pretty standard for the movies like this. Yeah. Gwen is like, you know, you know, she's like, I don't do friends anymore since Peter died. But like, but you know, Miles is like, maybe we could be friends. And Gwen's like, maybe we could like, maybe we're friends now. And like, oh, you know, maybe I'll talk to you later. Or they blow it
1: up. It's adorable.
0: Well, I think, there is some slight
1: romantic interest Ugh, as well. I
0: know, but I just want
1: everyone <laughs> to be bros all the time. <laughs> okay. I'm glad they uh, didn't kiss. I'm glad they didn't kiss. I'm they're glad. very young. They are very young. Yeah, he's, he's in like, middle school. Yeah, so he's let's, a hot, like, 13 years old. Yeah, let's
0: maybe cool it with that. Yeah. So he fall. she fall, she falls into the rift, and then <laughs> it's Sweatpants Peter turn. <laughs> and
1: you have the quote. Why don't you read it? <laughs> oh, oh, Okay. <laughs> So, so Peter has come back, or I'm sorry, Miles has come back, and, you know, Peter's whole thing, the reason why he and MJ didn't work out is because he was scared about having kids, and so in the middle of this whole fight, Miles is, like, really pulling his weight, and, like, this whole fight sequence is a feast for the eyes, but it's, like, a lot of, they're fighting a whole bunch of different villains, and it's, it's finally time, it's just the two of them, and Peter goes, oh my god, I love you, I'm so proud of you, and then he goes oh, my God, do I want kids? (laughs) (laughs) And then, oh, my God, (laughs) Peter sort of like how, you know, he doesn't want to go back. And then he sort of vocalizes like, well, how do I know I'm not going to screw it up when I go back to my own dimension? And Miles just kind of looks at him. And then Peter's like, oh, you're right. It's a leap of faith. I don't know. I'm not going to mess it up. I will tell you a real
0: thing that I did in a real movie theater. What's that? I said to no one. Uh, it's more properly translated as a leap into faith. There you go.
1: That's our, that's our good place. Uh, <laughs> shout out. Um, and so he falls back into the rift into his own dimension, which leaves Miles alone, alone with, with King King Kingpin. Kingpin hey. Trying to close this like interdimensional rift situation with a jungle kingpin
0: is seeing visions of his wife and child and from from a bunch of dimensions meanwhile new york is literally falling apart around them into this
1: dimension so you've got like buildings on buildings on buildings all from these different dimensions (laughs) stacks on stacks on stacks it's like uh, inception (laughs) and there's also like subway cars running through so they have like a fight in a subway car it's really interestingly done Yeah. yeah but like all of
0: his wives and children from various dimensions are watching him beat up this young kid. child kid and they're all horrified, horrified and they're all trying to run away and you know and ki- this just makes kingpin matter, and kingpin is beating the t- snot out of miles meanwhile yeah. miles's dad reports to the scene obviously because this is a huge uh ma- major problem for the <laughs> for the PDNY. i don't yes, know if you noticed the-
1: oh yeah 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 although they're they're cars their police cars say what nypd cars say which is courtesy professionalism and respect you have it in the notes but at one point
0: they're on the subway and it goes stand clear of the closing doors and i was I like loved it. <laughs> I, I said it along with it and everyone was around me it's just like why are you you and i was like i don't i was born this way <laughs> hashtag born this way um so they're having this mega fight and Kingpin, who is enormous yeah. and just so, and Miles is so tiny and he, like he has powers, but he's just so little. He's got my Mi- Kingpin has Miles like down and the universe is like collapsing around them and Miles is like about basically about to give up. And then Miles's dad is in like a control room watching this, just like he's like he's like locked onto them, but there's nothing he can do. And he's just like, Come on, Spider-Man, get up. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Miles hears him somehow and stands up. And Uncle Aaron had taught him this, like, hitting on a girl move where you touch somebody's shoulder and go, hey. hey. <laughs> so well, he's... And also Kingpin says, I'm going to make sure you never see your family again. That's right. And so Miles gets up and says, have you ever heard of the shoulder touch? And Kingpin's like, what? And he touches his shoulder and goes, hey, and then shocks him, like, big time. Yeah. Lays him out. He runs over, puts the dongle in the machine, closes the rift. Everything goes back to normal. (laughs) Somehow. question mark. He kind of flees the scene somewhat, but then he calls his dad on his cell phone while he's still in full Spider-Man regalia. Oh my God. And he's like, dad, I know, like you I know Uncle Aaron is dead. And, you know, I, I just, you know, I'm sorry. We haven't been talking and like, I'm sorry I disappeared or whatever. And his dad's like, no, it's, you know, like, I just, I'm just glad to hear your voice or whatever.
1: And, and his dad and also is like, hey, I was thinking, like, maybe we could find, like, a wall, like, a privately owned wall. <laughs> yes. Like he, he, like, wants to be supportive, but he can't quite get to, like, <laughs> defacing <right>. public property. <laughs> right. He's like, maybe you could put your art up. He's, like, trying to be more supportive and,
0: right. like, get And then there. Miles, Miles hangs up on him. But then he goes down to his dad while he's still in full Spider-Man regalia. And he's like, oh, oh yes, hi, I am the new Spider-Man. But he, he you hugs know. him. And he does hug him and he says, I love you. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> he says, I love you. And he's like, uh, keep uh, in the peace. Thank you. And he's like, and he does the little thing where he goes like, tap, tap, you know, two yeah. fingers, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and And his dad is just like, super confused but it's like okay i guess this new spider-man yeah, this he's, thing. he's like i guess we're gonna be working together and, yeah, that's and right. the dad is and like, then oh. he points to he has uh miles has hung kingpin up using webbing like up between two buildings yeah uh, and he's like here you go
1: uh, officer <laughs> yeah and his dad's like well i don't approve of your methods but like i guess we are gonna be working together a little bit more like you know and it's this sort of truce and miles i love it says i love you officer or whatever <laughs> yes. and his dad's like so what, what? <laughs> so then he goes he's like walking through a
0: crowd and everyone's like cheering for him he's like yeah i'm spider-man i'm spider-man and then we get this like thing at the end of him being like let's do this one more time
1: yeah because like, all of the like so each all of the, the spider spider, folk in, spider, spider, folk spider folks we meet throughout have like a little 15 second like here's who i am here's my origin story and it's like this you kind of see this comic comic panels yeah comic panels like flip through yeah and so miles this is the last one and it falls on you know this pile of spider-man comics and his is on the top and it's just like let's do this one more time it's so great my name
0: is miles morales i was bitten by a radioactive spider i couldn't save my uncle Aaron, and i've been spider-man for two days you I'm know, the and one like, and only Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm the one. And then he's like, "Let's do this." And then it's just these amazing shots of him like slinging through the city and just like Ugh. diving from these tall buildings and just like being such a daredevil and just and then all, I think there's some like it's like a montage. I think there's some shots of him like going to class and doing work, right? Doing schoolwork, yeah. And just like killing and it,
1: meeting his roommate for the first
0: time, and right, like they have they have opposite sleep schedules, <laughs> yeah. And and you see him chatting with. Spider-Gwen at some point through, like, a, a dimensional portal. Not yes. totally clear on how he was yeah, able to do that.
1: Yeah, they, because when they were saying goodbye, she was like, you know, see you around, or, like, I'll talk to you soon. So it's not as if they can't ever talk to each other, which I was right. happy about. But, yeah, it's just this, like, montage of, like, he is accepting his powers, and because of that, is becoming more well-adjusted. Like, he's giving the school a chance, he's making friends, he's slinging through the city, he's got a, a better relationship with his dad. It's right. all... It's all coming together for little. And miles. he puts, he takes one of his little tagging stickers and he yes. puts it way up
0: high. He's like, "Where my dad will never find it." I
1: love that. Uh, I love it. And then it. it was
0: the end. And then there was a post credit sequence with a Latino Spider Man, and I did not know Voiced who that by, was.
1: I believe Oscar Isaac. Ooh, hello. Because yeah. so uh, <laughs> one of that... your husbands. Yes, I, uh, I had two husbands in this movie. We yeah. we collect them like playing <laughs> cards. <laughs> just collect collect them in our webs um we were sitting through the credits and i was like oscar isaac like i he had like one line or whatever i I think he might have been the person in the crowd who says like i think that's a metaphor i thought i thought you just said you thought that he was the latino spider-man right but i was like but because the the his name in the credits was like something something new yorker and i was like huh that's really weird and then at the end, I was like, oh, that's definitely Oscar Isaac's voice. So I'm wondering if, like, they're in the same dimension, but he's, like, a different Spider-Man and doesn't know Miles as Spider-Man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think maybe they met very briefly as, like, a little, and then, yeah, there's a. No, Which...
0: no, they're in a different dimension because in, in the post credit sequence, it's like, meanwhile,
1: in Nueva York. Oh, right. But I wonder if he's there because of the same portal and we just will get him next time. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. But it was great. I, I was like, I don't and know what I'm into. Where, it.
0: There's a whole thing where he's arguing with like the old '60s cartoon Spider su- Spider Man. Yeah,
1: <laughs> everyone laughed at that in my theater.
0: It's just and like, pointing is, at each other. That is the
1: end. And there's a little like shout to Stanley at the end.
0: Yeah, basically saying you know some quote of his about how any anybody who stands up for the right thing is a superhero. Yeah,
1: amazing, top to bottom, just it's a thrill. It
0: really is a flawless. Thrill. It's flawless. There is not a single thing in here that I was like, I wish they would have changed
1: XYZ. No. Nothing. Nothing. No. Everything is... Oh, conversation over. <laughs> Things I loved. Brooklyn. 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 I love when he yells, Brooklyn. It's great. Yes, The cityscapes just had so much detail. Like, if you freeze... I, I, on Twitter, people are, like, freeze-framing. How? I guess if you get a screener of it or oh you... Yeah. Like, people are freeze-framing and, like they have all these different... Uh, you see um, Times Square and all these different dimensions, and you see, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And see so like, all the... Or in the subway, the advertisement's in the subway, and it's the Q train and the stand clear of the closing door. Oh, yeah. Was...
0: I saw the Q train, and I was like, oh, that's legit. I wanted to, like, yell to everybody around me, like, no, 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 the Q train is real, That's and, like... it, and it does go to Brooklyn. I was like, that that that's my accurate. train. I was, like, in the theater, like, that's my train. That's my train. Kate's like, shut up, like, up.
1: Um... It seems like Kate really puts up with a lot. She she, she definitely she does all the time for me, but <laughs> this in particular. Um, but, like, all the stuff with Brooklyn was... It was so, like, they just got the tenor of the city, like, so well. I don't really know how to describe it, but, like, the level of detail was incredible. But also just, like, at the beginning when he's walking to school and it's just, like, all these tons of people on the sidewalk and saying hi to people. And it's this, like, they're playing the notorious B.I.G. And it's just, like, it's so much fun. And he's, like, tagging with stickers. And, um... Like he's on Wythe Avenue, which is a real avenue in Brooklyn, and like all these things. And then my favorite like New York moment was after <laughs> I, I I mentioned this to you. I texted this yes. to you,
0: but when sweatpants Peter and Miles are lying face down in a crosswalk
1: because sweatpants Peter is still laid out from Miles's shock. Yeah, so they've like collapsed, and it's New York. We d g a f like it is. <laughs> you could be like. The craziest shirt happens in New York and, like, no one stops, no one cares. And so they're basically being walked on in this crosswalk because people, like, have to get places. And Miles is like, hey, maybe you guys could go around and then no one listens to him. And he's just there and he goes, okay, thanks, New York. I laughed so hard. I was like, I feel this every day of my life. It's amazing. It's so good. But also just, like, you know, Spider-Man, the, uh, Peter Parker's from Queens. It's, he's kind of, it's like an older, kind of whiter part of, of New York. Brooklyn, the fact that Miles is from Brooklyn, you know, it, it just gave like a different vibe to it. You know, he doesn't live in, you know, Aunt May's house is like a, an older kind of like standalone single family home. And it's, was it was like a duplex. Is it not? Something like that. But it's not, you know, she doesn't live in an apartment building. It's just a different feel than the sort of energy that this Brooklyn had and and this this version of New York City had. And I just loved every single detail that they put in. It was so, it felt really loving to me. Yes. People put a lot of energy into that. So I applaud that. I need to talk about the music for a little bit. Yes!
0: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So... Uh, There's two sort of halves of the music equation, right? There's the score and the soundtrack. Both of them are absolutely top-notch, 100% amazing, top to bottom, through and through. The score is masterful. It's beautiful. It's very funny in places. I listened through it a couple times at work the other day. Like, you can hear when the John Mulaney character comes on, (laughs) because it's like... It's really funny, but the soundtrack is astonishing. Yeah, it's great. It is a bunch of I I'm going to broadly call it hip hop even though a lot of it is I wouldn't necessarily call it hip hop if I heard that song by itself. You mm-hmm. know, some of it is a little bit too melodic, I would say, to, for me to give it the hip hop label. It's I don't but I wouldn't exactly call it R&B either. I don't know. <laughs> but it is broadly speaking a hip hop album and it is so painfully good yeah it's so good i listened to it like three times today already yeah me too and it's so good obviously uh, I'm doing this in post, but you will have heard one of the songs as intro bump in, and I will do a different one of the songs to bump out. But I would say, you know, listen to this. Even if you're like, I don't ever go to the movies. Um, I never leave my house. I'm a shut-in, like the Mary Steenburgen character in Pontiac Moon. <laughs> <What>? But <laughs> even if you're not going to go see this movie... Go see damn. this movie, but definitely listen to this What if you're Pontiac Moon, Mary Steenburgen? Um, go listen to the soundtrack because it is i I also can i just say that i appreciate it from a parental point of view because it is totally clean the the subjects of the rap is all spider man you know it's it's all like i'm a hero i'm going through the city i'm saving people it's you know so it's not objectionable content it's Some of the best music I've heard, and I it's a really good way for me to introduce my kids to hip hop without having to, like, be like, oh, we're going to skip that track. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't really want to have to explain what that means. <laughs> you like, might
1: want to skip the Biggie song. <laughs> that they, that's, not on the,
0: that's not on the soundtrack, but they it's play it the movie. Soundtrack. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. So the soundtrack, as far as I can tell, the soundtrack's completely clean and, like, completely yeah. kid-friendly.
1: Yeah. And my kids
0: are very fond of who in here trying to start a riot (laughs) (laughs) they were listening into in the car today and my two-year-old was like waving his arms and legs wildly (laughs) and my six-year-old couldn't understand that he was saying who in here trying to start a riot so he was just
1: going (laughs) so we're going to have a uh, really fun Christmas. Yes, we are. <laughs> Rocking out to this. Yes. Yeah, the the soundtrack is amazing and I think the it lends it it's such a big part of the attitude of this movie. I think the visual attitude of the movie, the the soundtrack, the musical attitude of it is all this sort of like bright, punchy. It's it's got like a and it, it's got an attitude to it. Like I don't know how to you know spider-man the peter parker like the toby Maguire spider-man is this sort of like clean cut dorky kid who's like just kind of a nerd and like really into science but like he's he's very white bread he's very white um <laughs> this and and i think the movie sort of like his his movies i i quite liked the original toby Maguire spider-man but like i can't say that there was any like personality in the way that it was the the way that it was filmed or the score that they chose or anything like that this movie every choice that they made i think they had more latitude because it was animated
0: mm-hmm. but like
1: every choice they made the the colors that he chose to tag with and the you know the the choice the style of animation and the way everything moved and also this soundtrack to me like worked really really well together to just be like this is a new spider-man he's he's got a little bit more i don't mean this in a bad way he's got more attitude he's got more of a personality he's like do you know what i'm trying to say yeah i mean he has a different set of challenges i mean peter as we knew him from
0: those original movies you know he was like sort of really unpopular and geeky and his whole spider-man becoming process is more of a really a metaphor for puberty way more than it is for miles miles just doesn't seem to have peter's lack of confidence and like oh he's been in love with this girl for his whole life but he's never been able to tell her blah 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 yeah miles is not lacking in confidence he has other issues right he has this sort of um head butting with his dad
1: he feels out of place at his sort of um, charter school. Yeah, his charter school. Yeah, you I know what that when the kid uh, on the block was like, "Hey, we miss you." He's like, "You miss me? I live here." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know,
0: the the essence of Spider-Man always and forever is and it doesn't matter who is doing being Spider-Man. Yeah. The essence of Spider-Man always is, you know, youth becoming youth growing into itself in the awkward process of how that happens and all of the things you have to deal with as that occurs yeah and that takes different forms for different people you know for Peter Parker it was this like you know sort of stereotypical revenge of the nerds kind of thing for Miles it's a little more complex it's a little bit more about you know the expectations that's why his tags are all about expectations you know the expectations of his family yeah and potentially the expectations of society for a kid who
1: is, you know, a person of color. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like you get the sense, and also like his father. I think there's some unspoken stuff in there about like the expectations of of like being a young black man, right? He he. Yes. He, there's a reason why his dad is pushing him to go to this charter school that Miles doesn't want to go to. You know, you've been given this opportunity, and don't you know, blow it. He right. he looks at his at his brother Aaron as kind, kind of, of a, counter
0: example of yeah. what you want yeah
1: like he doesn't he doesn't talk to Aaron and we don't really know why that there has been a falling out except his father doesn't sort of approve of the fact that Aaron isn't you know an upstanding guy and you you have to imagine that Miles's dad doesn't know that Aaron is working for Kingpin <laughs> yeah you yeah yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but Yeah, you're right. I think that's a really good, great lens to look at it through. Like he's got another, a different set of challenges, and yeah, he he has a level of like confidence that Peter, the Peter Parker that we knew, didn't have at his age. But or I guess Peter Parker is supposed to be in high school, so a little bit. Yeah, he's a little older. Yeah, but that's actually like broadly speaking, from Stan Lee's creations and and Marvel's creations. I mean, that's that's one of the things that really sets. Marvel apart I would say from from DC in a lot of ways and I'm this is not an original thought <laughs> like a lot of people have said this is that Marvel created characters that were complex in their humanity in addition to being superheroes and that's what made them interesting as heroes is because they were more relatable as humans. I would also
0: say and I was thinking about this in terms of like Batman versus Spider-Man for instance because I don't know it came up in a conversation on the way home from the movie. Yeah. A lot of the DC, so Spider Man, I would argue, is the Marvel flagship hero.
1: Yeah, he was like Stanley's boy, basically. Yes. Yeah. You look
0: at the difference between him and a, a Superman or a Batman.
1: Superman and Batman are
0: inherently like deeply, deeply like wish fulfillment scenarios. You know, you are you are super powerful, and you are always correct, and you are secretly like a prince of another world or whatever or you are you know so fabulously wealthy that you can do whatever you want and what you want to do is dress up like a bat <laughs> instead of fixing failing infrastructure i have major issues we with have, Batman. we
1: have talked a lot about batman like on our own time <laughs> yes. as as
0: just nerds civilians yeah <laughs> spider-man is so not wish fulfillment yeah it is about this kid who is struggling and is struggling with being a kid and is struggling with being a special kid. He was struggling with being special even before he became super. Yeah. You know, he has, you know, Batman's origin story does come with the death of his parents, but, and Superman's, I guess, comes with the destruction of his world. So the death of Spider Man's parents and of his Uncle Ben, I suppose, are not completely out of the norm but there is the the difference in Spider-Man's origin story of like he could have stopped Uncle Ben's death. Yeah. You know, there there is this element of guilt to it and that you don't see with Superman and Batman. And, and that, there is yeah.
1: Batman consciously makes a choice. He is not on his own. He's not given. I mean, Spider-Man's whole thing and and Peter Sweatpants Peter like makes a <laughs> remark about this you know, Miles tries to be like, with great power comes great. And he goes, don't you finish that sentence? Because he uh, he's like, I'm sick of hearing it, right? He's, it's, it, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. Like the, there's this through line in the movie of like, I don't have a choice. This is right. like, I, I have these powers. You know, Batman is not a superhero. I, a lot of people get on me for saying that, but you and I agree. Uh, he's not a superhero. He's a super rich guy who made the choice to become a vigilante instead of, as you said, like, fixing the infrastructure of Gotham or, like, investing in, like, mental health so they can fix Arkham Asylum. But Spider-Man's whole thing is, like, you know, he doesn't have a choice. Like, Miles, when he meets Golden Boy Peter, Peter's like, oh, you're like me. And Miles is like, I don't know what to do. Like, this is too scary. And he's like, well, you don't have... Like, I don't think you have a choice, kid. And then later on, Sweatpants Peter is like, it's easier for you, like, not to go down this path. Like, just trust me. And Miles goes, well, I don't have a choice. And so there's this... There is this sort of, like, it's this expectation. Some have greatness thrust upon them kind right, of thing. Right, exactly. So it's these great expectations by society, but also, yeah, you have to, you're you're dealing with something, whether that's the premature death of a caregiver or it's these, like, new powers. Like, you're dealing with something that, as a teenager, like, you're not ready to deal with. And I think that's so relatable. That's right. just so, so And it's relatable. not wish
0: fulfillment. It's just right. not. Right, you don't you don't want to be saddled with this thing that you weren't ready for and that exacted such a price from you. Yeah, but that's what happened. So now, what are you going to do about it?
1: Right, and that's when you really start to see Miles like take that confidence that he has and start being like, okay, I'm going to channel that into like basically this dope sequence where where I learn how to be Spider Man. It's just such a wonderful like all the family stuff is really pitch perfect. I love that. I his, was so I was like during that final battle, I was like, if his dad dies, I am gonna be so mad. I know. But then they didn't kill him, thank God. And and even you know, and the stuff with like look, Aunt May was amazing. Like having an Aunt May. Oh yeah, in this she's universe. Lily Tomlin, by the way. Lily Tomlin. I she, was like listening, I was like, that that sounds like Lily Tomlin. They didn't is. actually get Lily Tomlin, did they? Oh yeah, no, they, they got did. Lily Tomlin. They got the voice talent. On this yeah, roster is incredible. Shamik Moore blew it out of the park as as Miles. He was amazing. Mahershala Ali. As Uncle Aaron. Yeah. Uh, my husband, Jake Johnson, who, who plays uh, Sweatpants Peter, was Nick on New Girl, and I love him. Chris Pine, apparently, Chris I didn't Pine, realize. Your husband, Chris Pine, plays Golden Boy, Peter Parker. Uh, Oscar Isaac, as we said. Academy Award nominee Haley Steinfeld is... Uh, was Spider- that for True? Was that for True Grit? True, True Grit, yeah, yeah. Uh, Spider Gwen, Spider Gwen. I know I keep saying Mulaney, but John Mulaney was incredible as Spider Ham. So, a quick story about: I, I watched an interview with him. He was on Fallon to promote uh, the movie, and he was like, "Look, I can't talk that much about it. Obviously, it was you know everything's like embargoed or whatever." But he said. He was talking about how he got the gig and he's like they called me and they were like do you want to be in a movie we can't tell you what it is and we can't send you a script and he's like i guess and they're like okay show up to this building at this time and Fallon what? was like yeah Fallon's like that's how kidnappings start and he's like yeah i know he's like <laughs> thankfully he's
0: like, he already knows how to deal
1: with kidnappers because of his <laughs> 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 so <laughs> So he gets to the building and they're like, you know, it's this like warehouse in downtown LA. And he's like, I'm definitely getting kidnapped. And they're like, JK, you're in a Spider-Man movie and you're going to play Spider-Ham. And he was like, uh, what? (laughs) And he goes to do the, you know, they put him in the sound booth and, you know, they're like, you're a comedian. You can improvise. Like we've got lines, but if you want to improvise, you can. And he said that all of his improvisations ended up being him adding swear words to all of his lines and then he looked up at them, and he was like, "What is this rated?" And they go, "Yeah, we can't use anything you just did." <laughs> so, but I thought he
0: was it's great. Like PG thirteen, I guess.
1: Yeah. I thought he was great. Nick Cage was hysterical. Absolutely, everybody was great. The the what it, and also uh, Catherine Hahn is Doctor Octopus. I don't and, really know her that well. Uh, she's the one for the woman from Anchorman who, who goes, uh, gentlemen. Grow up. <laughs> so I love her. That's a deep pull. Okay. I love that movie. And also, who who played uh, Kingpin? Liv Schreiber. Oh, he was great. Yep. <laughs> he was great. Uh, was Ray Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was fantastic. Can I just talk about the animation for... Oh yeah, thousand years. Uh, art, art major. Go ahead. Holy I'm gonna take a nap. moly! Holy moly! So Meg, my best friend, you know who I've talked about on the show. She loves Frasier. She studied <laughs> animation in school. I'm not sure that's the thing she wants to be known for, <laughs> it but okay. Might be. She studied animation in school, and she was she did do animation in Los Angeles for several years. Is now doing animation, but for computer games, and she saw into the spider verse like her office went on a field trip to go see it they were like it's it's uh research yeah she said it was she saw it before kate and i did and she was like it's mind-blowing it's mind-blowingly good and she's usually really critical because she knows you know like how the sausage is made yeah so she's usually really critical of it um she's like this will blow your mind and you know i think i've been saying this throughout but like god it was just Every frame was a work of art. It was beautiful to look at from start to finish. Everything was. What kept freaking me out was that when you got when you got like a more quiet
0: moment, you realized that they were making it so that the way that old comic books had to be printed color by yes! color. Yes. So that you would sometimes get it, so that the you know it's it's the C Y K. Yeah. The cyan, yellow, magenta black, and black, and magenta. And so in the old comic books, you would often see it that those colors didn't
1: exactly line a, up. Like a dot printing. Yeah. You get so like the it's, dot overlays.
0: Yeah. So like, you know, the, the edges of an object would be slightly different depending on which color you were kind of looking at. And they were doing that all through the yeah. movie, where especially yeah. if something was meant to be, instead of making something like out of focus, the way in like a normally in an animated movie, if it's like, oh, the camera is supposed to be on this character in the foreground and in the background, there are buildings. You cannot... For the human eye, you can't make everything equally sharp, even though you could render it that way. You can't make everything equally sharp because it, it feels disorienting to us. Yeah. We want, it, it's as though we, we know our eyes are focusing on the character in the foreground. Yeah. So in the, there might be words to describe this. I don't know what they are. It's perspective. And the, cool. And in the background, <laughs> the buildings are going to be like a little fuzzier. Instead of doing that, they made it so that the people in the foreground, all of their colors are properly done. And in the background, the, the CYMK, is that what it is? CYMK?
1: CMYK but it's CMYK
0: the, same. the CMYK is a little bit off so yeah. that the instead of being out of focus like the colors are a little bit off which is a little disorienting but also really interesting the other thing was that did you notice when he he had his cell phone flashlight and he was shining it right at the screen and it was just in full It's throughout, but it was the most noticeable how it's not just like a plain light. It was actually dotted as though it were a comic book
1: illustration. They did that a lot. I mean, one of the, I think, like I said before, like, it's like watching a comic. I've been reading comics, you know, for a very long time. And it's like watching a comic. I've never seen anything like it. It's all the stuff you were saying, Marissa. It's also the way that they handled action lines, the way that they handled, like, um, there's one point where, uh, sweatpants Peter grabs a bagel on the way out of the the complex in the Hudson Valley. And they're Valley. like, he stole a bagel! They're like, he stole a bagel! <laughs> he throws the bagel. It hits somebody in the head, and instead of being like, pow, the word bub, the word, like, the action word is bagel! Like, it's just <laughs> it's the way that they handled all of the, like, you know thwick, thwick, you know, the the sound effects and everything. He's falling from the building. He goes, woo! And the the words, like, follow him. There are he has thought bubbles. When As soon as he
0: becomes Spider-Man, he has thought bubbles has, that start to follow him around. He has
1: thought bubbles. There are, there. are He's like, why is this voice in my head so loud? And it's treated like a comic book. It's lettered like a comic book. You know, all these things. And one of the things like this, I'm getting a little too nerdy probably, but one of the things I love about comics... Nerdier than CMYK. <laughs> yes. One <laughs> of the things I love about comics, I just love this about comics, is it's a lot of visual problem solving like visual storytelling and visual problem solving together so that you're getting a certain like the the font is conveying a, a particular mood or the colors are, are conveying a particular mood and you get all of that in this movie because they they have they treat the lettering on screen and they treat all the colors and all of the all the different characters have their animation styles you know, it's such a, a visually interesting movie. And even in the chaos of the end sequence, you know, I was, I felt a little lost, but I didn't care because it was so beautiful. Right.
0: And there was still so many emotional beats, like when they're all saying goodbye to each other, you know, I think it's Nick Cage who says, like, I love you guys. Yeah. And I now I know I'm not alone. Yeah. And that's just how
1: they all feel. And it's, and it just, and also the other thing I mentioned this before too, but like they will have in they'll have these sequences where in order to punctuate a really important moment, they break it down into comic panels like on the screen one after another. And it, you know, when you read something like Scott McCloud's making comics, which again, sorry, it's a little, a bit of a deep pull, but it talks about how comics are really like a medium in time. It's a static medium, but it's supposed to be a medium in time where you're looking at certain things in a certain way. And they're meant to be created so that your eye can follow certain things visually and it's there's this kind of a science behind how they're put together all the panels and to see it's such an interesting thing to see all of that um in a medium that's not static but where they are using the same principle to really like Hammer home the exactly. They really, that's yeah. exactly like in in the sequence where he's learning how to be Spider Man. Right, he finally, like I mentioned before, he he tries to jump off the top of that really tall building and he chickens out. In the scene, in the scene where he's really like, okay, I got to do this. I got to be Spider Man. Towards the end, and the the soundtrack is on, and it's like, what's up, danger? And he's at the top of the thing. Oh, that's I think that's my favorite song. I think he's mine is. I'm not scared of the dark, but he's at the top of this building and he jumps down and then as he's falling you get six panels five or six panels in a row that zoom in on him falling and he's it's they're still in motion but it's just the way that it was just so amazing to see like that's how it would look on a comic book page and you'd get the same feeling but this is animated so it adds to it it was just i mean from a visual storytelling perspective and a problem-solving perspective and just like giving it again that little bit of attitude it was just visually insane it was amazing to look at amazing and it was hilarious i yes. mean i was I,
0: I laughed so many times so loud so obnoxiously i think this was a lord and miller production right this was yes who we love so, from uh, clone high yeah so we're old clone high fans for those of you who are younger than us you probably have never even seen it it was on for the 2002 2003 mtv season but it was an old lord and miller show but they've certainly done plenty since then like the lego movie movie, yeah it's their biggest thing but this was the this was among the funniest things maybe i've ever
1: seen it was so so hilarious (sighs) yeah i mean ever we like i like i said i punctuated some of these but like what you know when they go to they go to like that Hudson Valley campus and he's like, okay, you got to like get on her computer and you got to steal this thing or whatever. And they open up the desktop and it's just like, it looks like my desktop where it's just like all files on files on files, like all on top of each other, all like random JPEGs. And Miles just goes, organize your desktop lady. (laughs) Um, Or like when they're, they're all comforting miles in his, in his dorm room and the, his his roommate comes home and they're all like up in the corner of the they all like spiderweb up to the corner of Miles's room and and ham goes do animals talk in this universe because I don't want to freak him out and of course yeah. the kid hears it and then like faints <laughs> it was it was so funny I I will say this I don't remember
0: having an experience in a theater where I felt so much joy for such a prolonged period of time I just don't remember that ever happening the last time I remember feeling that level of joy was during the Force Awakens when the lightsaber flies you know past Kylo to Rey yeah but it's not but that's obviously not sustained right but that's that's sort of the the peak of my in theater joy i think and this totally
1: matched it but it like sustained it for huge periods of time yeah it was just it was really a treat it was a visually a treat it was so funny it was also like really heartfelt it was and i think this is another thing in terms of the dialogue that maybe comes from comics i don't know maybe i'm giving them a little bit too much credit in like how deep they're going with it but like if you um write comics at all or you're into sort of like learning about writing for comics the comics have a lot of um what's the word I'm looking for um economy of language Mm. because everything has to be written written on the page and so you don't get a lot of comics that are like well uh hmm like and you also don't get a lot of really really long explanations for things and I think in this movie I came away, like every, I guess the shorter way to say this is every line in a comic has a purpose. Mm -hmm. And I felt the same way about this movie. I didn't think there was anything extraneous. Like everything was really funny or really heartfelt. Nothing was like- Or moving the
0: plot forward. Right,
1: exactly. There was nothing that was like, I was like, oh, they could have cut this out. I feel that way about some of the live action ones where I'm just like, why do we need this subplot over here? Or like, okay, uh, you know. Everybody's got to have their screen time. This one also, I think, did a good job of, like, giving each character their due. You know, not every... Maybe Penny a little bit less, yeah. I think.
0: I didn't feel like I got that connected to her. I didn't really understand the spider mech suit
1: thing. Yeah. Maybe we'll see her again, though.
0: Yeah, so they did... They, they teased a sequel in the post credit sequence yeah. with the, the Spider-Man from Nueva Miguel. York. It seems like he has a machine that will allow him to at will move between the dimensions. And I have to say, I'm going to assume that with the success of this movie, because this movie is wildly successful, considering that they did almost no marketing for it. It's
1: like a sleeper hit. Kate was like, Kate was like, you know, I really wasn't that keen on seeing this. Like, I didn't think I was going to see it because I was like, it's another Spider-Man movie. And she's like, then everyone on Twitter was like, you must see (laughs) Spider-Verse. And so that's why I went to go see it.
0: I went, I went, someone I work with suggested it and we, you know, can sort of take little work outing sometimes. And so that's what we did. I was like, yeah, okay. Like, I, I don't know. I've got some time to go on a work outing. That's fine. And then I went and I was like, this is the greatest experience of my life. You, you texted me
1: while I was at work being like, you have to see this movie right now. It's like, I'm at the office. You're like, I don't care. Go see this movie. I mean, I was right. I mean, you were right. We had tickets already. So it was just fantastic i want to see it again Uh, what i was going to say what i was going to say is that given the level of success that sony had
0: with this movie they're for sure going to be doing a sequel so i think we can look forward to uh
1: seeing miguel oh my gosh and and like also i don't normally say this but like props to sony because this movie was so out of the box like so out of the norm for what we've expected out of a out of a Superhero movie, superhero which is movie? like
0: the dominant genre of movie at this point. Yeah,
1: it's so out of the box. Somebody, that's not an idiom.
0: What are you trying to say?
1: It's, it's so, outside Coloring
0: outside the lines? Yeah, like,
1: like it's so out of the ordinary. Somebody had to sell Sony on this and they had to take a chance on it. And they were like, sure, okay. And it, it probably helps that they are forced to make these movies. Yeah, that's probably true. But they could have said, no, 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 you got to do another tom holland or you got to do another blah 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 they can't really
0: do another tom holland while infinity war is a thing
1: that's true or or you got to do you know who knows like you know the the gwen stacy or i'm sorry the the andrew garfield spider-man was with gwen stacy as the love interest and so like they could have done something with that i guess i don't know but you know this was really a departure from what they've done previously and and it really paid off so i'm sure that they're happy about it but you know good good for i think this this is like a good it's, it's reminder that, that like, you're taking gonna see from like it's,
0: it's it works it,
1: yeah well i was gonna say it's kind of
0: absurd to call sony a smaller studio but really when you're up against the behemoth of disney you are a smaller studio yeah, yeah. So I think this is the kind, this is why people get upset about the consolidation of movie studios because you are never going to get experimentation on this level with Disney.
1: And Lord and Miller is a really good example of that. Yeah. with, you know, they were trying to experiment with Solo and they got kicked off that project and I saw Solo it was not good. And it was not good because you could sort of tell that where the edges were yeah yeah where the edges were and where there lord and miller were, were like trying to inject some of that same humor but disney wasn't willing to take the risk and ended up doing like a lot of edits and reshoots i think first for i think that's a point well taken that a lot of these like bigger and marvel now is under disney so uh, you know they're they're taking fewer risks but i mean i also think that there's something to be said for this is a lesson we learned earlier this year with black panther where like stories about people who are not like your typical white superhero are gonna do really well i mean if they're good movies
0: yeah <laughs> right? that's true right like well. cat i would say catwoman was about you know yeah. a black female it's stretched to call her a superhero but she's a super anyway yeah. And it didn't do well because it was a bad
1: movie. Yeah, that's true. Electrode, sort of same thing. But,
0: but if you have a compelling story and good actors, etc., and it's about a person of color or a woman, then it's going to actually do really well, probably. Yeah. You and should it,
1: probably do that. And it's going to attract, I think, a wider audience than what, you know, like Aquaman opened... This and oh, I'm like, boy. who cares? I I I mean, someone was like, hey, have you heard of? I was like, stop
0: talking about Aquaman. Like, <laughs> I I how could I possibly care about Aquaman at this juncture? DC has burned every ounce of goodwill they ever had. If they make another one, they are making another Wonder Woman movie. Nineteen eighty four. Yeah, yeah. I will probably go see that. You, you know. have to go see that. Your husband's in it. I know. <sighs> spoiler alert: Chris Pine is in the next it's Wonder not Woman a movie. Spoiler: They put out
1: all right images with him in it
0: (laughs) it's late (laughs) i will go see that but like you could not pay me to go see any of this suicide squad batman v soups aquaman (laughs) Jibbity guy flash flash in the pan android what's his
1: junk (laughs) Like, (laughs) i don't want to see any of that (laughs) no no but this is so fresh and interesting and fun and I can't wait to see more of Miles. I think he's such a great I cannot, character. yeah, I cannot wait
0: for the next. I hope they don't like rush the next one into production because they're like, oh, this was super successful. It's a cash cow. Let's do it. You know, I hope that they treat the property with some amount of respect. Yeah. And, you know, that's all I'm going to say about that. I, I just want them to do right by this really amazing
1: start of what could be a really great series. Yeah. Everything about it was phenomenal <laughs> i think they got the point yeah i i was gonna say
0: i don't really have anything else no i think we should wrap it up i do not know what we're gonna be doing next week probably a christmas like one last christmas movie we only oh, got I thought to do we were like... taking off next week are we well i don't know we don't have to uh, but... we can yeah we can take off next week i think hey everybody <laughs> hey guys thanks for listening uh <laughs> we're gonna take next week off yeah. because it is the Christmas season. We are, in fact, going to be sort of vacationing. We're traveling. I mean, I'm traveling right now, but that's fine. Well, we, it, I, we it's had gonna to talk be, about Spider-Verse. We did have to talk about Spider-Verse. Next weekend is actually going to be like super busy for both of us, and it's probably not a great time for us to record our podcast. So, and also,
1: you guys are all traveling probs, too. So, They may
0: want to put on their headphones and not listen to their Aunt Glenda talk about how we need the wall. You Gwanda? know what I mean? no glenda no i'm making a joke talk about how we need you know the beautiful slats (laughs) you know maybe they don't want to have to listen to that so i empathize with you but you know our back catalog has 59 other episodes in it yes (laughs) find something else that's going to be okay listen
1: to the spirit of christmas if you haven't already that (laughs) was hysterical
0: um so in two weeks i have no idea what we'll be doing when does tgp
1: come back mid-january okay
0: so maybe in 2 weeks we can start with the death movies. I'm not totally okay. sure. We've got sure. a couple weeks to figure it out. Sorry guys. Just follow us on Twitter at the good play pod and I will announce what we are doing once we have a better handle on that, okay? Yeah. Sounds good. You know what? I I'll, I'll say this. What's that? I'm going to be super I'm going to be serious and I'm sorry. It's okay. a funny movie, but I'm going to be serious. Okay. Until next time, let's seriously remember that Stanley was correct. And, you know, we all have the capability to be a hero to somebody, and we need to remember that and honor his memory. Oh, that's so sweet. Sorry. <laughs> I can't think Ding Dongs after that. No, you can't. <laughs> uh,
1: we will see you in January, Spider Peeps. Oh, no. And it's not just like are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they get there. <laughs> excited. I know. They... <laughs>